0: Hey, thanks for joining us here on another episode of the Golf Travel Show. We've been covering all of the incredible links courses that Ireland and Northern Ireland have to offer. But this time we are going to look at an inland parkland course called Malone Golf Club. And we're going to chat with their general manager, Mr. Paddy Dean. So while the region's Lynx courses always steal the show, that's what you think of when you think of Irish golf, but there is more, and you might just want to change it up on your golf trip, and that's why I wanted to have Patty join me today. Hope you enjoy. Patty. welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Gabe. Pleasure um, for having me. Uh, looking forward to it. Yeah,
0: yeah. So first off, um, let's, let's kind of orient where Malone is in the country uh, so we can get a sense of how we get to you.
1: Okay. Uh, well, for those who aren't overly familiar with the, the, the parkland courses in Northern Ireland, um, obviously um, NI is, is mostly known for its Trophy Links courses, but uh, we have a quite a few very good parkland offerings as well. Um, for us at Malone, we're very sort of, um, sort of centrally lo- located in terms of we're only five miles from Belfast City Centre. So Belfast is obviously the, the capital of Northern Ireland. So from the likes of Dublin Airport, it's you know less than a two-hour drive, Um for anybody who's able to fly into either the international airport or the city, we're sort of thirty-five and twenty minutes away respectively. So it's pretty, uh, well, I was going to say handy to get to. Still involves a flight, but um, yeah, not too bad otherwise. Nice. So you know, having being close to the, the city is good, and uh, you know it, it's we're lucky in that where we're situated is opposite a, a park and you know, we're not actually surrounded by any houses. So we have a 330 acre estate, um, but you know, we literally could be in the middle of the countryside.
0: Yeah. I've seen the, um, at least the overview, um, that you, you've got some nice whole overviews on your, on your website. Uh, and it does, it looks completely secluded. So you, you, do you feel like, like you're the only person out on the golf course when you're there?
1: Uh, pretty much. Um, <laughs> I guess, you know, again, for a, it's not an inner city club, but, you know, for something that is close to the city centre, um, the fact that we're not directly looked overlooked by a, a single house is pretty special. Um, you know, the one thing we're not short of at Malone is space. You know, we have a 27-hole facility, over a 330-acre estate. Um, you know, the, the, we have a, a sort of freshwater lake. Uh, which is like the centerpiece of our back nine, uh, and it alone is 25 acres. So you know uh, we're, we're fortunate in that respect. So you know it, it's pretty special.
0: Could be doing a little jet skiing on a, on something that big. It sounds like.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we're we're trying to get sort of more sort of family orientated and yeah. sort of, uh, more inclusive, but uh, we're not quite there yet. But you never yeah.
0: know. That's that would be pretty cool. Well, yeah, give us a little more history of Malone and um and the course and the property there.
1: Okay, well, uh, Malone Golf Club was founded in 1895. And uh, basically, the current location at Bally Drain Estate is our actual fourth location in that time. So, the current uh, estate at Ballydrain, we've been there since 1962. Um, but the, the, the beauty of that was, you know, it was kind of like a private house and sort of estate prior to that. So, we have a lot of mature trees and everything else. And The actual clubhouse itself, uh, I think, was built around, yeah, 1830 old. So it's a 180, 190-year-old clubhouse. So uh, it's a fantastic building, uh, not without its problems, of course, because trying to maintain a building of that size and stature and, and age uh, is a bit of a nightmare, but uh, plenty of character anyway. Yeah. Uh, and the court itself is, um, is pretty special, um, you know, it, we have a lot of like really good links courses in Northern Ireland and obviously most of your peers and probably our listeners will be fam- familiar with the, the Royal Port Rushes, the Royal Country Downs, the Castle Rocks, the Ardglass and the likes of Ballyliffin and things like that. But um, our difficulty is, is definitely the trees at Malone. Uh, we have a lot of uh, nice mature specimens and uh, that's definitely where the difficulty lies.
0: That's fantastic. Uh, let's talk about a couple of your favorite holes. So you have 27 holes there. Are there, is there one nine that stands out or is there uh, a couple of holes on those courses that stand out for you?
1: Basically, although we have three nines, uh, we have uh, the sort of Drumbridge nine and the valley nine, which would be our sort of signature or sort of championship course. And uh, although we have our Eden Derry nine as well, we, we've tried to sort of interchange the nines over the years and have sort of composite courses, but um, the Eden Derry is probably the slightly more undulating of the three nines shall we say so uh, a lot of our members aren't so keen on it because uh, like most golf clubs in the UK we're probably sort of slightly aging profile uh, so the other two nines are a bit easier to handle or navigate um, but our our ballet drain nine our back nine on the main championship course uh, would probably be the most picturesque uh, and that's the one that people sort of remember when they come to Malone, because uh, again, we have our the lake, which is the centerpiece of the back nine and several of the holes kind of skirt around the outside of the lake. And then our 15th hole, which would kind of be our signature hole is a 135 yard par three. Uh, and it's kind of mostly over water. So it's not quite an island green, you know, the likes of sawgrass, but uh, certainly the front and to the left and to the back, to the back because we have like a sleeper edge uh, it has that effect. So, you know, it, it's the one that generally when people come to visit Malone that they would take most of the photographs from because you can take a picture from behind the green and we're looking the lake back to the clubhouse, you know, and, and it's, it's pretty special.
0: I bet. Yeah, it sounds beautiful. Uh, And and like I said, like I mentioned, if you want to see any of the photos of this, definitely recommend you check out uh, Malone Golf Course's website um, throughout this podcast. And, um, you know, you can get a kind of a feel for what Patty and I are talking about. So Patty, for someone who's never played a Parkland course in, in that part of the world, what type of grass is there? What makes a Parkland course a little bit different in that part of the world?
1: Um well I suppose it depends where you're you're coming from. Like a lot a lot of um golfers from you know the sort of from North America, sort of the US and Canada, you know, they they're they're kind of spoiled for choice at home and they have a lot of really high-end uh sort of country clubs and, and really nice um you know courses where they play out. And, and obviously there's very few link style courses uh in in the States and, and elsewhere, like in Ireland and, and, and Scotland, I think we have something like Fifty percent or more of the world's links courses, so we're we're kind of spoiled here. Um, so when we get a lot of visitors coming over, you know, obviously they're heading there first because they're you know trying to take courses off the bucket list. Um, and, and what we offer is probably kind of similar to what they have back home. Um, but obviously different climate, different grass, everything else. Um, you know, obviously our the greens on our course is is mostly sort of bent grass. Um with a mixture of sort of POA um, but in terms of playability like we can play our games year round it's just unfortunately our climate isn't overly inducive to uh, you know you don't get the same enjoyment as you would in Florida in, in December so put it that way. Sure. So but like a lot of our members are quite fortunate because they are dual members of Malone and, and elsewhere so the likes of they may have a membership of Malone but also RCD or Royal Port Rush. so we can kind of they have the best of both worlds so you now, the links courses tend to fare slightly better in the winter because they're a bit more um, durable, shall we say. Um, but then going to play the likes of Royal County Down in a 40-mile-an-hour wind in the middle of December, uh, I'm not sure if I'd be too keen myself. But <laughs> you know, that, that's the one thing, unfortunately, we can't really do much about in, in Ireland is uh, you know, that, that we're pretty much at the, the mercy of, of the weather.
0: Sure, yeah yeah you, you can get a good day and a, a terrible day all in the same day even <laughs> when you're playing there
1: Right, pretty much.
0: you're probably a little bit more protected you probably you maybe don't have quite do you still have quite as much wind as you would get on the lynx courses there where
1: you're at well, thankfully we wouldn't sort of be subject to quite the same uh extremes uh and obviously having plenty of trees around there's places to shelter and everything else so. right. Actually, at Malone, we're quite fortunate because each of our nines start and come back to the clubhouse. So as I, as I like to tell people, you're never too far from the bar.
0: Right. Nice.
1: <laughs> but also, by the same token, you're never too far from the clubhouse if it, the weather turns nasty and you need to turn around and come back in. Um, mm-hmm. But mostly it's, it's, it's pretty good.
0: That's fantastic. When you, when folks come there from North America, from other places, do they generally make that um, sort of a stop in the middle to break things up? Do they start there? Do they end there? How do you, how do most people, how do most people uh, come and visit you?
1: Uh, well, that's a, a good question because um, I, like I've been the, the GM at Malone now for almost seven years. And I remember when I interviewed for the job that, uh, the, you know, we're talking about marketing and how to increase Malone's profile, especially for the international visitors and things like that. And uh, I said at the time, you know, I was sick and tired of Malone being described as a hidden gem. And I said, why the hell are we hidden? Uh, But by the same token, you know, it's difficult because uh, although we are one of of the premier parkland courses in Northern Ireland, um, you know, there's something like 400 golf courses uh, in Ireland generally. So to be in the top 100, you need to be pretty special. Um, And then to be in the top 50, you know, better again. And then the top 25 is mostly links courses, you know, with a few exceptions, the likes of the Dare Manor or K Club or whatever. So, you know, Malone would generally sit in the sort of, you know, low 40s in terms of ranking. And uh, even though we're going through a kind of significant program of uh, investment in the course, uh, we've just basically rebuilt five of our greens and uh, we're redoing all the bunkers. And so there's a, about a $500,000 investment into the course at the moment. So you know, by early May next year, we're going to have virtually a brand new course to enjoy. But uh, again, it's trying to get onto the, uh, the radar for you know international visitors. Um, so I would love to, be, to go over to, to tell the club that if, if they sent me to the PGA show in Orlando, that it would magically get more guests, but I'm not convinced they would go for that. Um, but where we sort of fit in nicely is for a lot of the guys that are coming over as part of, you know, tour operator organized trips. And they're maybe playing sort of six, seven, even eight games of golf in a 10 day period. You know, sometimes they'll have a rest day and and they might be staying in city center in Belfast, the likes of the merchant hotel or somewhere like that. And, you know, rather than going and doing the usual sightseeing and and going to see, uh, you know, the Titanic and, and all of these things, and they would occasionally come to Malone just uh, for uh, an, an easy game. <laughs> now I'm not sure. I would say it's an easy game, but at least you're not going to lose as many golf balls as you would in some of the links courses. But so yeah, that, that's where kind of we sort of fit in, I guess. Um, you know, we're we're delighted to uh, you know welcome guests from from anywhere. Uh, you know, we're a kind of I guess a, a semi-private uh, club, and that you know, obviously, our, our our primary clientele is our members and their guests, but. You know, the more sort of visitors we can get from you know, both the local market and overseas, you know, we, we've been delighted with that. Um, because again, you know, I think the members are a little bit um, spoiled, shall we say, at Malone. You know, they sometimes take what they have for granted because, you know, we, we go there not necessarily every day, but uh, certainly two three times a week, um, and basically. You turn in off the main road and we have a lovely tree-lined driveway, which is lined sort of by very mature lime trees. It's, uh, um, I'm not going to quite compare it to Magnolia Lane, but it's, it, it's, uh, it's impressive in its own right. Uh, and from, from people I've spoken to who've been to Augusta say it's actually longer than Magnolia Lane, but never anyway, here or there. And then basically it opens up to the lake and then the clubhouse in the background. So it's a really, really good first impression. Um, so anybody who comes to Malone, they're kind of genuinely blown away by the place. Um, so, and that's nice. So, yeah, you can go on the website and, and get a flavour you know, from the pictures. And we have a, a sort of like promotional video on YouTube and things like that. But uh, it's like everything else until you sort of get there for yourself. It's, you, you don't really get the full picture.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it would be a really nice, um, break from, I mean, I love Lynx golf, certainly as, as a lot of, um, Americans do when they're coming over there, but I think it would be nice to mix things up. And I think what you guys offer there sounds like a a fabulous time to be had. So, um, how about in terms of like surrounding area? I mean, you're close to Belfast. Is there another village or another town that's close by as well, or there's anything to do by you guys?
1: Well, basically, being on the outskirts of, 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 of Belfast, um, you know, that's really the, the primary attraction. So, you know, there's plenty of hotels uh, nearby or even the city centre and it's easily accessible. So, you know, you can fly into the, the George Best uh, City Airport and you can get a taxi into Belfast, um, which is only a 10-15 minute journey. And then you know you actually get a a taxi to uh, or an Uber or something to Malone again. It's only another ten or fifteen minutes. So even if you're not renting a car, you know it's still very accessible. And uh, I suppose the beauty of Northern Ireland being such a small place is that you know you can drive everywhere by car in less than two hours. So you know to to hire a car and to take a a drive up to the North Coast to go to the Giant's Causeway or the Calgary rope bridge or anywhere like that and do a bit of sightseeing as well as golf, you know, it, it's very easy to do. Um, But in Belfast itself, there's, there's plenty to see and do and, and, and drink normally. <laughs> there's but,
0: plenty to drink. Yeah. And eat. Um, yeah, there's there's all
1: certain, kinds of the, the kind of the tourism in and around Belfast um, city these days is, is impressive. You know, there's an awful lot to do. And, and, you know, it's much more of a sort of tourist sort of destination now than, certainly whenever i was growing up right Uh, because basically i've lived kind of in belfast or the surrounding vicinity my entire life um and then obviously when it comes to malone and although i've been manager there for almost seven years i've kind of grown up there i was a member since i was 10 so i'm 33 years a member getting my age away there but anyway Um, so, yeah, I am I always say when it comes to Malone and Belfast generally, I, I'm very biased uh, because I love the place.
0: Yeah, well, it definitely you can hear that in your in your words, Patty. And you've had Rory, Rory McIlroy there. You've had some other, a, a number of well-known golfers come through there who really love the place, right?
1: Yeah, uh, over the years, we've had plenty of different people visit. Um, obviously, Rory, when he was younger, uh, played at Malone a few times. It'll be a little bit scared if he came back now because he'd probably make a mockery of the golf course. To be honest, um, like our, off our blue tees, the course is just over six thousand seven hundred yards uh, for a par seventy. But to the pros, that's nothing,
0: right?
1: Uh, but uh, we've hosted sort of high level amateur sort of events over the years, and basically, back in the early nineties, uh, we hosted what was then called the Irish Senior Masters. And we had the likes of uh, Dave, um, Bob Charles, Dave Marr Gary Player in, in, in different years came over. So, you know, we have had plenty of big names have come to Malone, even in the current site, uh, which is nice to see. Um, and we hosted the um, what's called the Vagliano Trophy in 2015, which is kind of uh, Great Britain and Ireland uh, versus continental Europe. Uh, ladies so it's kind of like the amateur golf level below Curtis Cup Uh, and that was really good to see because there's a lot of sort of you know emerging talent the ones that are going through uh, and even turning pro the likes of um, well although Stephanie Meadow didn't play at Malone she was at uh, one previous one in France which I was lucky enough to go to to sort of scope it out and see what was happening Um, but there's a lot of you know the emerging talent on uh, the ladies' game, so I think you know from the perspective, we're a very good course uh, when it comes to sort of high-level ladies' game. But I think the men would potentially overpower the place. But for the majority of golfers, myself included, you know, it's it, there's plenty of difficulty there.
0: Sure. Yeah. Well, I, listen, I I don't always like to go just get beat up on a golf course. I like I like a round where I can make a few birdies here and there. So it sounds like a it sounds like a really fun fun track you got there patty um one last parting shot for you what's the uh, the most memorable moment you've had on the golf course whether it was a shot you hit a hole you played a tournament that um you that was hosted there what what, what was one of your favorite moments
1: uh well for, for me personally at malone um i suppose i'm lucky in that i can say i once held the course record
0: yeah cool
1: um because back whenever i was playing a lot more golf um you know the, the previous course record was 67 and I was I was back in 2002. I think I managed to shoot my only ever round of golf without a bogey. Wow. Uh, so I shot 66. So five under par gross uh, with no bogeys. And I I still have the scorecard framed in, in my office at of work. Uh, unfortunately, I haven't been able to replicate that score ever since, <laughs> uh, but that, that's definitely the most memorable round I've had at Malone. um. I suppose I'm ashamed to admit it, but I'm the only one in my family not to have had a hole-in-one at Malone. Really? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So, My mother and father are both um, past captains of the club, and they're both still actively playing golf, and they've had several holes in one. My brother, who's now uh, a professional golfer uh, living in Pennsylvania, Uh, he's had a hole-in-one at Malone. Um, and i'm still struggling so i think probably the dog has more chance than i do but you never know <laughs>
0: hey this could be the year for you man there's no, there's always that next chance right you got to keep the yeah. got to keep the positivity in golf or you just uh give up the game right
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing you know like um you know hopefully i've got a few more years of playing left in me so you know i think you know it'll happen eventually
0: it absolutely will patty uh if folks want to find out more about malone how do they do so
1: uh Well, first protocol would just be, be go to the website uk, And uh, at the end of the day, my contact details are on there. So if anybody wants to get in touch, feel free.
0: Awesome. And Patty, congratulations on uh, your certified club manager de- designation. I think you just recently uh, garnered. So uh congrats on that. And thanks for being on the show, sir. Appreciate it.
1: No problem, Gabe. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, there you go. There's a lot more to Irish golf than you probably thought. There's a Parkland course you should check out. Definitely check out their website at malonegolfclub.co.uk. I'll catch you back here really soon on another edition of the Golf Travel Show. In the meantime, go check us out on our YouTube channel. Hit subscribe. That's youtube.com slash let's play through. We'll see you over there very, very soon. Hit them straight.